Hi, everyone. I am your host, Christian Confidence Coach and God's Vessel, and you are now tuned into the Esther 414 podcast. You are born for such a time as this. This is where Christianity and culture come to collide. Are you ready? Come in with an open heart and an open mind. Remember to share with at least one person. You never know a sister that may be in need. And if you feel upset, that is conviction. Take it up with God, not me. I'm just his vessel. We are all imperfect people in need of a perfect savior. Remember to always test the spirit with the spirit. This is a place where my revolutionary, woof, revolutionary women of Christ come together. Let the devil know no weapons formed against us shall prosper. And here we rise up as Esther's of this generation because we were born for such a time as this. We have to remember God is in control and we are one step away from our miracles. It's time to put a stake in our favor and put hell on notice. We are back. Season 1, Episode 5. Favorite for this, Transitions, and a quest to find who God calls us to be. So first and foremost, you know, I'm putting this podcast out. And I was going to put it out beforehand as like my huge, crazy act of faith. But then I was like, if it doesn't happen... Or not even the doubt, but just like the legalities of it all. I was like, I just don't want to speak out of turn. So I decided not to do that. But this week I want to talk about God's favorite transitions and the quest to be and find out who the heck God called us to be. So something that's been going on in my life right now is as I'm preparing for the pageant and I'm really just in a season of like doing everything that I said I would do every desire that I ever had on my heart and getting it done now because I like I mentioned in the previous week when I have kids I want to be able to let them paint their blank canvases and I just water whatever seeds whatever the good seeds are in them and so they continue to become who God called them to be so I want to do that by like one inspiring them through what I've done in my life and two making sure that I do everything that I want to do so I don't put on myself don't put on my kids what I wanted to do myself. So, you guys, I literally did a thing. I went to a casting call last Friday, and today I got the call, and I got signed. I have to still doing the official paperwork, but your girl's about to be a model. And can we even believe those words are coming out of my mouth? No. Not at all whatsoever. It all happened so fast, and I think that's just, like, the way God is working in this season. It's literally, like, you blink your eyes, you wake up from your sleep, and, like, wow. It's like, thank you, God. You literally have blown my mind, and I just can't believe this is happening to me. I think, like, many times when we truly step out on faith and know that God is by our side, that he is calling us to do these great things, and we do them, God is just so pleased that we finally decided to trust him. I was sitting and listening to Joel Osteen one morning, and basically it was about how much faith you have and about how we need to call on God for our big miracles. And we need to show God that we have that big miracle faith, that we want to do the big things. And we show God by just having a yes in our spirit. I think I want to call when I turn 26 next month, my year of yes, where I say yes to everything that I know I want to do, but that scares the heck out of me. And I just say yes to it. I don't try to figure out the how or the what or anything. I say yes and I just trust that God will guide me every step of the way. I think I've been also listening to Mike Todd's Cuff to Control. And like, 
one thing that he said that really stuck me is like stuck with me is that when we try to control everything in our lives we become the god of our lives and really like we are just human so why are we trying to be the god of our lives like why are we trying to be the ones making all the big scary decisions where we can just let god be in the driver's seat and we're in the passenger seat and god is just taking us where we need to go and we just trust that he'll get there he'll get us there we trust that he'll provide no matter what we trust that to the ends of the earth we will always have what we need we trust that like no matter where god is going to take us he provides because where god guides he provides what god does for us he he'll always complete what he started he does not take us anywhere to leave us or forsake us but where god takes us he loves on us he cares for us and he's there every step of the way with us but i think too many times when we're so caught up in our head and so scared of what will happen next we just we forget almost forget that god is there like we know he's there but we forget that we can lean on him we forget that he is our good good father that will literally like love us no matter what he's not a cold-hearted god He's not a non-compassionate God. He is not any of those things. He is someone who loves us so much that he sent his only begotten son down to literally save us. And I think when we tune into that message, that's where we can step into our miracles. Because I've been learning, or what I think when miracles happen, is when we truly decide to let go and let God. And you know, I have that in my bathroom mirror, but... It always makes me smile when I'm looking at it because the bathroom, when I'm like looking at my face doing all these different things or all these thoughts are running through my head, it just like has a gentle tap on my shoulder that just says, let go and let God. Like God is the way, the truth and the light. So if we don't let him do what he's supposed to do, don't let him guide, like what are we doing? Like what does, what does this life become and where do we even go from there? Like, you guys, being cuffed to control is just one of the most terrible things that you could ever do in your life. It makes every single transition that you have in your life, every single thing that you want to do, it makes it so hard. It makes it almost constipated that you're just trying to force all these things to happen versus just letting go and trusting that God will make it happen when the time is right. He literally says, when the time is right, I, the Lord, will make it happen. Not when... I think the time is right, but when he thinks the time is right. But yeah, we're always trying to rush God. Always trying to push him to the next level. Always trying to do this. Always trying to do that. Always trying to pray in a way that our prayers are like forcing God to do whatever we want them to do. But really, we just need to pray and say, thank you, God, for waking me up this morning. God, this is struck. This is worrying me. I'm going to leave all my words to you, but I trust that you work it out. God, I'm really concerned about this, but, you know, I know that you'll work it out. And, you know, in transitions, I think that transitions are hard, especially in this life, like, especially in your 20s, that 20s should just be called transitional 20s, because that's literally what you're doing. You're literally transitioning from no longer being a child in your parents' house, you're transitioning into marriage, you're transitioning into your career, you're transitioning into who God actually called you to be on this earth. You're trying not to make huge, huge mistakes, and you're trying to make your own mistakes, do things your way, and thinking that your way is the best way. And you know, sometimes if you're listening to God, his way is the best way, and like you do need to trust that. But it's all about learning to trust who you are, trust your voice no matter what, 
anyone has to say is knowing how to stick up for your own self is knowing how to speak and do all of these different things but it's also a time where it's lonely it's a time where you don't know what direction to take and you don't want to ask anybody because you don't want anyone's convoluted opinion to steer you off the path that you know god has called you to so it's just about asking the holy spirit to guide you it's really leaning so hard into God and just saying, God, I'm just pressing into you because I literally have no other options but to do this. I have no other options but to trust you. It's like your back's up against the best wall possible. It's just you and God out here just thugging it out, basically. And I think like through these transitional periods, there's a TikTok that literally is like, um, God is like taking someone and they're just like, it's just like zooming back and forth and back and forth, like little zigzag thing. And it's just like, that literally is how your 20s feel. Especially when you reach 25, when you're like out of college, really into the world, just trying to figure it out. It's like, what the heck is happening here? What is going on in my life? And who the heck do I want to be? What dreams do I want to take on? What am I going to let die? What am I going to do with the rest of my life? What does this even mean? Like, what is life at this point? It's like, Oh, when I was eight, I said that I'd be married by 20, but here I am 25 and I'm not married or just all these different things. And it's just like, is this really life? But I think the beautiful thing about transitions are, are the person you become on the other side. It's like transitioning from season to season. Like when winter turns into spring, that's beautiful. When spring turns into summer, that's also beautiful. When summer turns into fall, that's a beautiful time. But in in these different seasons of transitions, it's it's hard to kind of see the end point, to see that light at the end of the tunnel, know that, hey, it does get better. Hey, let me just keep keep my eyes on the prize. Like, keep my eyes just focused on God and just, like, stay. there's a song called Stayed on Him. Just, like, keeping my mind staying on Him. And then transitions, it can be so easy to, like, look to the right and look to the left. Compare yourself to what everyone else is doing. Focus on all these different things. Focusing on how, like, oh, well, I want to go to school. But wait, I want to go back to school for this. This is my story. Or, oh, wait, maybe I want to go to school for this. Or, oh, this and other. And it's like, oh, wait, maybe I just want to do this. And this is what I really want to do. I've been making all these distractions because, you know, I don't know if this is who God called me to be. Or really is not, I don't know who this is who God called me to be. It's, I don't know if this is who society says I should be. You know, these type of careers are so like shifty. Like, should I actually be aiming to do this? Should I actually be wanting to do this? But then it's like, you know, deep down in your heart, like this is what I'm called to do. Like there's nothing else that could provide me this type of fulfillment doing these things than this. So then it's once you get that, it's knowing in your core, like I have to stand up for what I know that I want to do with my life, what I know that is going to take me to where I want to go here. It's like having that conviction to know that this is who God called me to be. I don't know what type of new levels or wherever it's going to take me, but I know that if I keep pressing into this direction, I'm going to have a much more satisfied life than following what, what the heck the world wants me to do or follow that conventional path. You know, I think I'm going to name this podcast the road less travel because that's really like the season that I'm in right now I think that for most of my life you know I grew up in a great household love my parents to death 
kisses to mom and dad. But we grew up in a very conventional household. I went to private school. We had a two a dual family income. We had two or three cars, all these things, upper middle class, whoop-de-whoop, the the woos and the haws, whatever, went to college, got a degree, all of those different things. And that was the road traveled. The road that you're supposed to take and do all these different things. And you know, in high school I did have an opportunity to take the road less traveled by um playing sports and like um I could have decided to play sports in college but I decided not to so just knowing that the road less traveled is the season I'm in now my 20s it's a very scary place to navigate because you know after graduating school oh I decided to become an entrepreneur and if you want to know the definition of the road less traveled it's literally entrepreneurship it's you know putting all your eggs in a different basket and saying I want to go and I want to go beat and defy the odds and I want to go do the thing that no one else does because I know it's going to give me the life that I want it to give me. So taking the road less traveled is scary because nobody else understands why you're doing what you're doing, why you're putting the work into things and all these different things. But you know you're on the right path because God just keeps tapping you on your shoulder saying, keep going. You got it. Just one more. Just trust me in this option. Just trust me right here. And I will get you through it. You may not see what I see, but just know that it gets better on the other side. Know that I have never taken my hand off your life. It's just God constantly tapping and tapping and tapping and pushing and pushing and pushing you until you break and you become a better person. It's like, it's okay. There's this one phrase that I absolutely love because every time I feel like I'm broken, I feel like God gracefully has broken me to become this beautiful next level of my of myself and I feel like that's kind of the season that this is too in this road less travel it's like yes these have been some very very hard times financially for me personally and we're going into a recession but after each recession if you look at the stock markets literally they go up eventually like everything resets or resets to be even better or to the next level or to the next thing or to the next dimension and I think that no, God does not want us to suffer but he does beautifully break us so we that we can see his glory I think each time that we are broken, each time that we are going through something bad, if you keep your eyes focused on God, you will always see the glory in that terrible situation. You will always see how you came out better, stronger, faster, whatever the song says. But you will see what God has done and how he never took his hands off your life. Because so many of us have been through situations that could have killed us. But instead, you're still here today and you still have a story. And you know, your story, if you open your mouth up and tell it, that can be your testimony. And that can literally... Help someone else who maybe is on a road less travel, who maybe is being broken, who maybe just doesn't know what to do, who maybe everything is so cloudy, they're about to give up on life and you're right there with them and you won't open your mouth. But you should know that your story will help so many people out there that God does not take us in any place and leave us, but God is with us the whole time. And, you know, we may have some silent seasons where we may not know what God is doing. Like in the story of Job, it didn't make sense. Job was a beautiful human who did everything right. And all these bad things happened. But Job kept the faith. It's like when bad things are going on, especially when we're in transitional periods, when we're trying to figure out who God called us to be and doing all these different things, you still have to keep your faith. You have to keep your eyes on God. You have to know that God never takes his hands off your life. And I think the perfect Bible verse for this, for the road less traveled or for anything, is Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. 
But my favorite part of Psalm 23 says that, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for your rod and thy staff, they comfort me. And like God is with us when we're walking through the valley of shadow of death. I remember when I was little and I used to be scared of, I don't know what I would be scared of. I would be scared. I would literally just like lay in my bed reading Psalm 23 over and over and over again. That was one of the first ever Bible verses I had to recite in church. And I'm glad it was because it stuck with me forever. But Psalm 23 is that girl and you need to listen to it. And I think last I'm just going to end with this is that. You know, you were literally born for a time such as this. So whatever is going on in your life, going on in around you, going on in the world, wherever you may be located, you were born for this time. You were placed in this family for a reason. You were given these opportunities for a reason. Nothing that is coming your way that sticks is nothing that you should not have. It's everything that you could ever have and more. So it's your journey and your desire and all these different things for you to develop in who God wants you to be. It's your job now to press into that, to go to church, to listen to the word, to meditate on scripture, to open up your Bible and say, God, I don't even know how to read the Bible or how to study it, but I feel like I should read it. It's you just surrendering surrendering your whole life to God and saying, God, it's me. I'm here. Speak now. Your servant is listening. It's you saying, okay, God, I'm done trying to do it my way. I just trust your way because your way is the best way. It's you just having this so beautiful, quiet, calm heart posture that lets God know that he can come in. He can reform miracles. He can give you favor. And he can do everything that you ever wanted, everything that he ever wanted on your life. And so, so much more. He can give us tremendous blessings and he can bless you over and over and over again if you let him. So we're going to pray us out. Dear God, you know, I don't know if this is the podcast that you wanted me to talk about, but I feel like it is. Thank you for giving us the road less travel. Thank you for setting us in these directions, God. Thank you for being here and gracefully breaking us every single time and letting us come out a little bit better on the other side. God, thank you for giving us direction and path and guidance and God thank you for just giving us a stillness on our lives for calming our life and for just letting us know that no matter what is happening it will all be okay God thank you for giving us favor thank you for blessing the steps in our past God thank you for blessing our relationships and our friendships and our families God especially during this holiday season I pray for nothing but supernatural ultra blessings on everyone and what they need God bring families together bring lovers together, God. Bring marriages together, God. Just bring unitedness and oneness all together, Lord. Lord, I pray that you just, it's just like you were to come down, you were to just lay a blanket over us and give us the warmth and comfort and connection, Lord. I pray for blessings and I pray as we enter into this new season and into this new year, Lord, that you can just Ooh, just shine your light on us, God. Just make us over, God. Clean up our hearts. Create us a new heart, Lord, and renew a steadfast spirit within us, God. God, let us know that everything you do has a reason and a purpose and that you are still in the business of performing miracles, God. Even, even if a doctor can't do it, Lord, you can do it, God, because where two or three are gathered, 
you're there. So Lord, I pray that in this time, for anyone who's going through a medical hardship, something that seems impossible, Lord, that you can just come down and you can fix it. Because a lot of times it may seem like there is no hope, there is no future, it's not going to get better, God. But that's no thinking of you, that's just thinking of this world and that's putting a limit on what you can do. So God, I pray remember that you're limitless and that anything that you can do, you will do it. And anything that we ask for, if it's in within your good, perfect will, you will help us. God, I pray for just restoration. I pray for restoration of faith. And I pray that souls will be saved, Lord. I pray that more and more people will learn that there's only one true God who can only, who can do so much more than we ever want to put limits on. So thank you, Lord, for everything that you could have ever possibly done in our lives. And thank you for everything that you're doing. And I ask all these things for you. Amen.